oh God, we pray that you would just step out onto the bow of their boat, God. And would you speak peace to the tumultuous wind and to the rain that beats vehemently upon their boat, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we magnify you. God, there's so many needs brought before you here today. And we ask, God, that you would touch them. Lord, you have it all in the palm of your hand. Thank you for what you do, Jesus. Come on, somebody. Why don't we give Jesus a hand clap of praise? Thank him for his power. Thank him for his glory. Thank him for the answer. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him some praise. Hallelujah. The words of that last song that Brother Michael Lim sang, hallelujah. I appreciate our singers around here. I appreciate the variety of songs, amen, that we get that, amen, that we get exposed to around here. I want him to come back and sing maybe a chorus and one more verse of that song one more time. The words of that song are just so beautiful to me tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. They're striking a chord in my heart. I hope they strike a chord in your heart tonight. Let's sing that song or a portion of that song, please, one more time.
Nothing is better than our God. Nothing is better than our God today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I need to add one more thing to the announcement part of this service. Brother Roe, y'all taking the young folks back tonight? Okay. I want to announce this while they're out here so that hallelujah, everybody can hear. Uh, I think that they have a, a clip of Brother Childers' services this weekend that you can throw on the board. Do y'all have that? Y'all don't have that? Okay. Hallelujah. All right. Well, Brother Childers, pastor down here in Macon, most of us know him. Hallelujah. He's been a lot of our services. We've been down to his church a number of times. Hallelujah. But Brother Childress is having Brother Jason Burris this weekend at his church. He'll be there, uh, Brother uh, Brother Burris will be there Friday night at 7.30 and Saturday night at 2 o'clock, or Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hallelujah. And Brother Burris is going to be teaching on the Godhead. The Godhead. Hallelujah. I, I now... I know Brother Lance used to come by our church a lot years ago before he passed away. Brother Lance was always bragging on Brother Burris and his ability to teach and preach on the Godhead. Praise God. I don't know why I never got around to having Brother Burris here. Hallelujah. But he's going to be close by here Friday night and Saturday. Praise God. So I'm just telling you this. Praise God. So that hopefully, uh, amen, if you can, if you get the opportunity, you can go down there. And hear Brother Burris teach on the Godhead. Brother Childress said, I promise you, Brother Morell, I have heard him teach on the Godhead. He said, and it will not be boring. He said, tell your people that it will not be boring. Brother Jason keeps it lively. Amen. He uh, makes it exciting. Hallelujah. So uh, uh, I'm just extending this invitation to you for Brother, Burris, uh, for Brother Childress. If you can come down to his church Friday night or Saturday at 2 o'clock, Amen. They would be excited to have as many as could come. But here's here's a little thing I need to say. If you think, the reason I'm asking this question tonight, because he has to prepare. They're going to be serving food after service Friday night. I know after Friday night. I don't know about Saturday. Uh, but they, they need to try to get an idea of how many people may be coming Friday night. And I told him I would ask. Praise God. So, hallelujah. If you think you might be going to Brother Childress' services Friday night, could you just simply raise your hand and let me get a count for him so that they can prepare uh, food for that service? Praise the Lord. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Six, six, six is all. <laughs> all right. Well, I told him I would try. Six, seven, eight with me and Sister Rail. Who is that? All right. Well, we've got eight or nine folks here going down to, uh, to hear Brother Burris, and we appreciate you doing that. I'll call him tonight after church and let him know how many folks are coming so they can prepare food. Uh, amen. For whoever else is coming from other churches and the nine, eight or nine from, from our church that will be coming. Brother Rowe, amen, if you would, uh, you can take your young folks back to the back tonight. Praise God and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Brother, uh, I know Brother Clint's already mentioned it. 
Brother Young's funeral will be tomorrow at 2 o'clock at their church down off Highway 19, just on the, just south of Dublin there. Praise God. We wish some of you, if you could, could go and show your support to that family, that church church family. If you can, if you can't, I understand. I know it's a work day, and most of you have to work. But if you can go down there and show your support for that family and that church family, it would be greatly appreciated on their part and my part as well. Praise God. So, But I want you to pray for me that I can say or, you know, I can say something that can bring a measure of comfort to that family and to that church. Praise God. Hallelujah. I never get comfortable doing funerals. I never get comfortable doing weddings. Hallelujah. But I would rather preach a funeral for a righteous man than I would preach a funeral or preach a wedding for anybody. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm more comfortable preaching funerals for somebody that has lived for God. Hallelujah. Than I am for even doing a wedding. Praise God. Hallelujah. I know I've been doing this a long time, but I still get nervous about this stuff. I want to say the right things. Amen. I want to say the right things. I want to say what needs to be said and not say too much and not say too little. So be praying for me tomorrow around 2 o'clock, if you would. Hallelujah. The service, uh, what I talk about here tonight may be just a little bit odd. Hallelujah. But I feel the need to do it tonight. Job chapter 31. Job chapter 31 and verse 32. Hallelujah. Just one verse of scripture here. It, it is an odd verse of scripture. Hallelujah. But nevertheless, it's in the scriptures, in the word of God. So I'm going to read it and talk a little bit about it tonight. Praise God. Job said in Job 31 and verse 32, The stranger did not lodge in the street, but I opened my doors. But I opened my doors to the travelers. The stranger did not lodge in the street. But I opened my door to the traveler. Praise God. You can be seated tonight. Hallelujah. And I won't be long tonight as well. Praise God. The book of Job is not a book that you'll understand. Hallelujah. You'll never understand the book of Job just by casually reading through it. As if you're reading a newspaper or a novel or some. Uh, you know, some other kind of book. You cannot read the book of Job in that, in that, with that mindset. I'm just going to read it, you know. But if you're going to understand it, praise God, you've got to take your time, amen, to read it. You've got to take your time in prayer. You've got to pray that God will give you understanding of what the book of Job is all about. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it takes a lot of prayer, amen, and uh, to, to ever even to start to grasp, amen, the story that unfolds in the book of Job. Praise God. Through most of the book of Job, amen, uh, after the first couple of chapters or three chapters there, amen, through most of the book of Job, Job has been accused, amen, of some kind of sin. Praise God. There are those men that were his friends at one time, amen, they, are, they have come to the forefront, praise God, amen, with the supposition to comfort him. But instead of comforting him, they are, amen, accusing him of some kind of sin that has brought God's judgments down on him. Praise God. And then when we get to chapter 31 in the book of Job, amen, Job is defending his integrity 
amen, before his accusers. Hallelujah. So his accusers are out there. Amen. He has listened to them. He's listened to their speeches. He's listened to their explanations of why, amen, all of these terrible things have happened to Job. Amen. And in chapter 31, Job begins to defend his integrity before his accusers. Praise God. Hallelujah. And in that defense, in that defense, praise God. Hallelujah. He's defending himself. He's defending his integrity. Praise God. Amen. And in that defense, he declares, amen, in verse 32, the stranger did not lodge in the street, amen, but I opened my doors to the traveler. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's kind of an odd statement to me just to drop in there, amen, in the middle of all these other things that Job was trying to, amen, to, uh, uh, de- de- you know, defend himself against, praise God. Kind of a- an odd statement. Amen. He is defending, uh, amen, his sense of hospitality. Hallelujah. And in defending uh, his sense of hospitality, Praise God, he is saying, Job was saying, I am not like, amen, my accusers say that I am. Hallelujah. They say that I am a self-righteous man. Amen. They say that I am a self-centered man. Hallelujah. And all of the judgments of God, amen, have come down on me because I am a self-righteous man, because I am a self-centered man. Praise God. Hallelujah. But Job is defending his integrity here. Amen. And he says, I'm telling you people, it's not all about me. Hallelujah. I'm not a self-centered man. I'm not a self-righteous man. When I see the needs of others, Amen. I open my doors to them. Hallelujah. Where did Job get his understanding of how to be hospitable to strangers? Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, maybe it was through the, uh, amen, the story of Abraham. Amen. In Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 4. Hallelujah. I'm sure that Job, amen, had heard about Abraham, had read about Abraham. And maybe it was through this story that Job got his, amen, mindset, hallelujah, on being hospitable to strangers. Praise God. The Bible says, And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat as and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and he looked and there was three men that stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and he bowed himself toward the ground. And said, my Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away. I pray thee from thy servant. Don't leave me. Amen. Abraham detected, amen, the divineness of these three men. Amen. All of a sudden, Abraham detected that these were not just three mere men. Don't leave me. Don't pass away from me, Abraham said. Let me get a little water, I pray you. Amen. Be fetched so that I can wash your feet and Amen. You can rest yourselves under the tree here. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm sure that, amen, Job had read how that Abraham, amen, was visited by strangers. In fact, these visitors and strangers were angels of God. They were not just mere men. Hallelujah. But they were the divine appearances of angels. 
Hallelujah. Abraham bows himself down before them. He says, let me fetch a little water so I can wash your feet. Amen. Let me fetch a little bread so that I can feed you with that. As you read on down in the chapter, amen, he goes out and he catches a calf. Amen. And he slays that calf so that he can feed these strangers. Spiritual travelers. He showed the strangers, Abraham showed the strangers hospitality. Hallelujah. And I'm sure that Job read about it, heard about it. Amen. Shaped his opinions. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. On what the father of our faith did. Abraham is still our father of faith, right? Hallelujah. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. We are all, amen, the children of Abraham. So we look to him for our examples, praise God. Hallelujah, the same way that Job did, praise God. Abraham bowed himself down before the strangers, got a little water, got a little bread, amen, killed a calf so they could have a meal together, praise God. These were spiritual travelers, and he showed them hospitality. Or maybe it was the story of Manoah and his wife. In Judges chapter 13, Amen, where Manoah, amen, was visited by an angel. Amen, Manoah didn't know it was an angel. Hallelujah, but the Bible says that Manoah was kind, amen, to the traveler. Hallelujah. Amen, not knowing that the traveler was an angel. Praise God. Hallelujah, not knowing that the traveler were, was an angel. Or maybe it was, amen, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 through 11, the Shunammite woman and, the, and her husband, Amen. Out about doing their everyday businesses. Hallelujah. Amen. Occasionally saw a stranger passing through. Amen. Their city or their town. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. They saw this traveler passing by their home. Amen. Maybe every other day or maybe several times a week or several times a month. Hallelujah. They saw this same traveler. Amen. Passing through their town. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. They found out that the traveler's name was a Elisha, they didn't know he was a man of God. Amen. Do you hear me? Amen. They didn't know at first that he was a man of God. Amen. But when they saw this traveler, praise God, they suspected, amen, him to be a man of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But they knew for a fact that he was a traveler, traveling to and fro. Hallelujah. Doing the work. Amen, that they did not even know what he was doing, praise God. Hallelujah, but they knew that he was a traveler who needed somebody to show him some compassion. Hallelujah, so they set about to build a room onto their house, praise God. Amen, so that they could entertain strangers. They built a room, addition, onto their house. Hallelujah, so that whenever Elisha or any other stranger passed by their way, hallelujah, amen, that they would be able, amen, to entertain those strangers, praise God, hallelujah, amen. There's, there's many other examples in the Word of God, amen. We don't know what it took, amen, to get Job, amen, to shape his opinion, amen, on hospitality, amen, the way that he did, but something shaped his, amen, his opinion, Praise God. Something, amen, made him make up his mind. Hallelujah. Other faithful men and women of God have entertained strangers and travelers. 
So I think I'll just be, amen, of that same faithful group. Amen. And whenever I see a traveler passing through town, I will entertain them in my home. I don't know why it's dropped there in the middle of chapter 31 the way that it is. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you that there are many other Old Testament scriptures, amen, that deal with hospitality and that deal, amen, with us entertaining strangers or saints of God entertaining strangers. In Luke chapter 22 and verse 14, all of those scriptures that I read to you, amen, are talked about. I didn't read them all. I didn't want to read them all to you. But all the scriptures I've talked to you about tonight have been Old Testament scriptures. Luke chapter 22 and verse 8 through 14, the Bible says, And when the hour was come, oh, well, all right, it says, And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare us the Passover that we may eat. So Jesus is in town. His disciples are in town. Hallelujah. The time for Passover is getting near. He looks at his disciples. He says, Go and prepare for us. Amen, the Passover. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm sure it shocked them. Amen. The next scripture tells us. Amen. And they said unto him, where wilt thou that we prepare? Amen. Where, where Lord, do you want us to prepare? Amen. For this Passover. Praise God. And he said unto them, behold, when you enter into the city, there shall be a man meet you there bearing a pitcher of water. Follow that man with that pitcher of water into the house where he entereth in. And you shall say unto the goodman of the house, the master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber? Amen. So having a guest chamber onto their houses, amen, was still in practice, amen, when Jesus came along. Hallelujah. He said, Say unto the master, Where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? Hallelujah. Let me read on. Amen. Did I tell you through verse 14? And he shall show you a large upper room furnished in that large upper room. That's where you make ready for the Passover, right? And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. They found the man. They found the upper room. They found the guest chamber in the man's house. Hallelujah, they went into that room and they prepared for the Passover. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the 12 apostles with him. The master said, where is the guest chamber? Jesus already knew, listen to me, listen to God. He, know, he was God manifested in the flesh, right? God knows all things. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus already knew who had a guest chamber. Amen. And who would open up his guest chamber to him? He already knew that. He already knew where the house was. He already knew where the guest chamber was. He already knew the good man that was in the house, amen, that was going to be willing to open up his guest chamber to him and his disciples. Praise God. Amen. So that he could have communion with his disciples. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I know that Luke is still considered being under the Old Testament because the New Testament, you cannot have a New Testament until there is the death of a testator. Jesus was still alive. He had not died, been buried, and resurrected yet, so he's still living under the law. 
Amen. But Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1 and 2 is in the New Testament. He said in Hebrews 13 and 1, Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful. He's telling us this now. He's telling the New Testament church this now. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Hallelujah. So he's telling us tonight, amen, to be not forgetful to entertain strangers. Hallelujah. Because while you entertain strangers, you may be entertaining an angel. The visitor. We could take the word uh, stranger out there. We could replace it with visitor. Amen. We could replace it with the traveler. Amen. Hallelujah. Our number of different words that we could, amen, insert in there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus is saying, the visitor, amen, that you're entertaining, the stranger that you're entertaining, amen, the traveler that you're entertaining may just be an angel. Hallelujah. Angels have and still do interact with human beings. Sometimes they are just looking for a place to rest. Sometimes they are looking for a place where they can feel comfortable. Amen. They can feel welcomed. Come on now. Hallelujah. Well, I said all that to say what I got to say here tonight. We had a very strange event to happen here this Monday night in prayer meeting. We had, it's already been said, we had somewhere around 75 people here. Hallelujah. But in the midst of our prayer, now hang on with me. I've heard all the news, or possibly I've heard all the news that have transpired since Monday night. Hallelujah. But there were 11 different people who say they feel like they saw an angel over there in that corner. 11 people. And what was so intriguing to me was as all of them told their description of what they saw over there in that, over there in that corner, amen, they all saw basically the same thing. There was a huge man he was described as who looked like he was covered with some kind of a covering. Hallelujah. A huge man. Several people said that. There was a huge man, a big man over there in that corner who looked like he was covered with some type of a covering. Praise God. Amen. And as we all gathered in here Monday night and heard all of these people begin to say, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it. Amen. It was obvious, amen, that they didn't make it up. They saw what they saw. A huge man kneeling on one knee as if he had his arms spread open with a covering on him. Was that the same description that y'all heard? Now, we had some brothers of the church that they went back and looked through the camera. Amen. Hallelujah. To see if they could see the angel on the camera. Hallelujah. I, I, I understand. Amen. That brother Sean... Praise God, at one point in prayer meeting was over there in that corner. Hallelujah. 
Amen. But let me tell you something tonight, praise God. The fact, amen, that we didn't see an angel on a camera, amen, and the fact that Brother Sean spent a little bit of time over there in that corner, amen, does not dampen, amen, my confidence in what those 11 people saw. That don't mean they didn't see what they saw. Praise God. Brother Sean was in the corner praying. Hallelujah. We all witnessed to Brother Sean's countenance when he come in here Monday night for prayer. Hallelujah. Brother Sean had, had uh, lost his uh, grandmother to death Friday. Amen. Before Monday night prayer meeting. Praise God. Amen. He came into the church with his head hung down. His shoulders all slumped over. Amen. Almost he looked defeated to me. Amen. He was troubled. I wish he was here tonight. Amen. He looked troubled over the loss of his grandmother. Amen. I could tell that his mind was troubled and his heart was troubled. Amen. On losing his grandmother. Praise God. Hallelujah. I think that Sister Naomi may have described it as, amen, in the, in the best way. Amen. I think she said, I thought it was two people under one blanket. Ain't that what she said? She said, when I saw it, I thought there were two people over there under a blanket. You know what? That might have been exactly what she saw. Amen. Two people. Amen. Under one blanket. Hallelujah. Brother Sean over there praying. Amen. With the angel of the Lord hovering over him. Covering him. Hallelujah. I'm not going to let the devil talk me out of, amen, the fact that 11 people saw the exact same thing here Monday night. Hallelujah. I believe those 11 people saw what they saw. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you, you know, you may have seen what you saw at some other time, amen, because Brother Sean didn't stay in that corner very long. He wasn't there long. I saw him over here. I never even knew he went over there. I saw him over here most of the night. He was kneeling down over there. He was standing up by that post. He was walking around with the rest of us men. I saw him over here. I never knew he went over there. But I guess the camera says that Brother Sean was in the corner. Hallelujah. And then I heard that the brothers went back, amen, through the camera trying to pick up the angel on the camera. I think they were aggravated that they didn't see the angel. Hallelujah. If I'd have known how to look back through the camera, I might have looked back through the camera myself. Amen. Trying to see the angel. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you know what? The, the, the camera didn't pick it up. The camera didn't pick up the angel. So what? The Bible says, amen, that you and I are encamped about, amen, by a host of heaven's angels right now. Amen. There are angels all around us right now. And I guarantee you, if you go look at that camera tonight after church, you won't pick up one of those angels. They're here in every service. They're here every time we gather together in the house of God. Amen. We are surrounded, uh, amen, tonight by a host of angels. I believe that. I know that because the Bible tells me that. Amen. And I'll believe it whether the camera picks them up or not. Hallelujah. Angels are spiritual beings. 
And maybe that camera ain't designed to pick up angels. Hallelujah. I don't know how, amen, anybody can invent a camera, amen, designed to pick up an angel. Hallelujah. Angels are spiritual beings. Hallelujah. Amen. If your eyes and my eyes normally don't pick up and see angels, that camera's not better than our eyes. And if my eyes normally don't pick up and actually see the angels that sit among us, that don't mean there's not angels here. Hallelujah. That don't mean there's not angels here because the camera didn't pick him up. Praise God. Amen. The, the fact that Brother Sean was over there briefly, amen, or the camera didn't show an angel doesn't damper my confidence at all. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. When I stood there and I heard all of those 11 different testimonies of people, amen, and all of them were basically saying exactly the same thing, a huge man. Hallelujah. Who's in here about the size of Brother Philip or Brother Sean? Michael, where's Michael? Get up, Michael. Now, hallelujah, come stand right here, Michael. Look at this crowd. Hallelujah. Go stand right over there in that corner, Michael. Praise God. Michael's about the size of Sean. Hallelujah. Now, amen. If you saw, saw, uh, saw Michael standing in the corner, would you look over there and describe what you saw as a huge man? <laughs> Michael's easy to pick on. Huh? Kneel down, Michael. Amen. Would you, would you look at Michael kneeling over there and say, there was a huge man kneeling over there. Amen. In fact, he was so big, I thought there were two people kneeling over there. I think Naomi saw deeper than most of us. I didn't get to see anything. I'm mad as a hornet. <laughs> Amen. I didn't get to see any of it. Hallelujah. But Naomi looked over there and said, I saw a big man. It looked like two men under a cover. Hallelujah. I personally believe, amen, that the time that they glimpsed over there, that that angel was covering Sean. Hallelujah. Because of the troubled mind that he came into the service with Monday night. Amen. He was troubled. His head was hung low. He was... You know, he was trying to process the loss of a grandmother. Amen. And, and, and God sent an angel, hallelujah, amen, to cover him. This is just my opinion. I don't know for sure. Amen. God sent an angel, amen, to cover him, to strengthen him. Hallelujah. Amen. And in the process, God anointed 11 different people, amen, to see the angel. Hallelujah. So you, you're not losing your mind tonight, and we're not losing our minds tonight. Hallelujah. The devil would laugh at us and mock us, amen, and make light of us. Hallelujah. They're trying to, amen, they're trying to, amen, to, to, to create stuff happening in their church. No, there's stuff happening in our church. Hallelujah. Amen. There's powerful, anointed, amen, things happening in the house of God. People are getting the Holy Ghost here. People are getting healed here. Amen. People are finding help here. Amen. And if God wants to show up and show himself to 11 different people, amen, then so be it. Hallelujah. I'm going to believe it with all my heart. Hallelujah. It doesn't damper my confidence at all. Sorry about that, Brother Michael. I didn't mean to leave you. 
hanging over there, big guy. <laughs> oh, Brother Michael. Man, that dude can sing. When I grow up, I'm going to sing like Michael. I believe that 11 people saw an angel Monday night prayer meeting. I believe the angel came, revealed himself to some of us to let us know as a church family. Listen to me. Listen to me. I believe that angel revealed himself to enough people. Amen. That those people could speak to this congregation. Hallelujah. And relay a message that that angel sent to them, to this church. Hallelujah. Amen. That the angels feel comfortable around here. <laughs> amen. There are angels showing up around here because angels, amen, feel welcomed around here. They feel comfortable here. They feel invited. Hallelujah. Amen. They feel an invitation. Amen. To come in here and do their powerful work. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, amen, in the scripture, whenever angels showed up, amen, there was something big fixing to happen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I just take that, amen, appearance of an angel Monday night, amen, as a message to this church, something big, amen, something big's about to happen. Hallelujah. Amen. Something big's about to happen around here. Yeah, hallelujah. Amen. My faith is through the roof tonight. Amen. That something big's about to happen. Hallelujah. Amen. They feel like that we're not just so busy and tied up with this world. Amen. That we would not take time to entertain them. The travelers. Job stood up and Defending his integrity, he said, whenever the traveler traveled through my town, I opened my door to the traveler. Amen. Because he knew that at any day, any moment, he could be entertaining angels. Hallelujah. Amen. So higher praise tabernacle. Amen. We got to take on the nature of Job. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to sling our doors open. Amen. To every visitor. Amen. And every traveler that comes this way. Make them feel welcome. Make them feel at home. Hallelujah. And who knows when we may entertain angels. Praise God. I want us to entertain angels. I'm not scared of angels. Hallelujah. I think, I, I hate to rant on Brian. But Brian was talking to my wife. And, amen. Well, I don't know that I needed to tell you everything he said, but. When, when he gets up in the middle of the night to go take care of natural business, he always goes in the closet and pray a little bit. Hallelujah. But he said when he went in the closet after that night, he had to leave the light on. <laughs> Hallelujah. He had to leave. He had to leave. You know, hey, hey, man. You know, when you see an angel, you're here, you hear about, amen, angels visiting your church. Amen. It'll, it'll kind of get you, amen, to, to, to acknowledge, hey, there may be an angel in this closet. And I want to see it, so I'm going to turn the light on, right? Amen. Hallelujah. Whenever, when, in the Bible, whenever angels showed up, something big was about to happen. How many of you feel that in the Holy Ghost? I'm, I'm not just bumping my gums here tonight. How many of you feel, amen, in the Holy Ghost that something big is about to happen around here? Hallelujah. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. Amen. But we're seeing angels around here. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know when or how. 
Hallelujah. But I do know where. Amen. It's going to take place at Higher Praise Tabernacle. Hallelujah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel it in the Holy Ghost tonight. Something big's about to happen. Hallelujah. And like the song says, we sing a song. Amen. Whatever you're doing, Lord, amen, don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. Hallelujah. We need to keep on singing that song. Amen. We need to make the Lord know that whatever he's doing, amen, we want to be a part of it. Amen. If there is, in fact, an end-time revival, amen, that's going to come, amen, we definitely want in on that end-time revival, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. So from, you can be seated from the Old Testament through the New Testament. Angels have been entertained with humans, have interacted with humans. Hallelujah. And I believe wholeheartedly that's what happened here Monday night. Hallelujah. Brother Sean did not fit the description that 11 different folks shared with us Monday night of what they saw over there in that corner. He alone does not fit that description. Hallelujah. Amen. Like Job, we opened our doors to the traveler. On Monday nights, we come in here and pray. I appreciate the fact that we have stepped up our prayer. Hallelujah. We are putting more earnestness into our prayers. Hallelujah. I'm hearing voices. Amen. Hallelujah. Just screaming out, crying out to God, lifting. Amen. Higher than I've ever heard them before. We're crying out to God around here. Hallelujah. Amen. And the difference in the results of our prayers are showing already. I think it was like two or three Monday nights ago I said something about we need to get more earnest. Hallelujah. In our prayers, we need to cry loud. We need to, we need to cry out to God. Hallelujah. In just a matter of like two or three Mondays after that, we're already seeing, amen, the, the intensity of what God, amen, is able to do for us. Praise God. When we do cry out to Him. Hallelujah. What is very odd about this, Sister Rail is on a prayer line with a lot of other pastors' wives and ministers' wives and a lot of other women that Sister Klein that's invites on to the uh, prayer, what do you call it? Prayer call, the prayer call of all these ladies. Hallelujah. Sister Klein that said to the ladies Wednesday morning, Tuesday morning, after Monday, she, she, started, she started telling the ladies on the prayer call, she said, the angel of the Lord is in your corner. <laughs> amen. And then she said it several more times. Ladies, I'm telling you, amen, the angel of the Lord is in your corner. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I wish Sister Morell had a spoke up. Hallelujah. And said, Sister Condit, I know he's in our corner. I saw him last night. Hallelujah. Amen. God is on our side. He is for us and not against us. Amen. Revival is ours for the having. Amen. If we'll just keep on believing leaving. Amen. If we'll not let anything tear down our faith in God, our experiences in God, hallelujah. The camera didn't pick him up. So what? That don't mean he wasn't here. God wanted 11 people to see him, and they saw him, and they all described him the same. Hallelujah. So that's about all I got here tonight. 
Hallelujah. I just wanted to come, amen, and tell you that I heard the latest reports that Sean was over there a little while. The camera didn't pick him up, praise God. Hallelujah. But I wanted to come to the defense of the 11 people that said they saw an angel. Amen. You are not losing your mind. Amen. And I am not losing my mind tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And if I am losing my mind, I want to lose my mind about Jesus. I want to lose my mind over living for God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to put on the mind of Christ. Amen. Take off the mind of this world. Hallelujah. I just want to give it all to Jesus in these last days. Hallelujah. In the middle of the mess was the last sermon that I preached. God dropped a righteous man in the middle of the mess. Hallelujah. Well, in the middle of Brother Sean's mess, troubled mind, troubled heart, troubled spirit, God sent a righteous man. God sent a righteous angel to hover over him and pray for him, his strength. Amen in God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's stand tonight together. I don't know what to say. I just feel like something big's about to happen. Something good's about to happen. It's the old song, amen, that they used to sing. Something good's about to happen. I just want to be here when it does. Hallelujah. Come on now. Hallelujah. I just want to be here when it does. Amen. Can you imagine, amen, laying out of church one Wednesday night? Amen. And on that Wednesday night, that's the night that the Holy Ghost falls and revival gets started. Hallelujah. Amen. The night, amen, that you missed it. Oh, I want to come to church, folks. I want to be faithful to the house of God, folks. Come on now. I want to be here when it comes. I want to be here when it happens. Amen. And I already believe it's beginning to happen. It's going to grow in intensity until the coming of the Lord. Let's lift our hands to the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Let's praise God for what we saw. Let's praise God for what we experienced Monday night. Amen. Let's give God the glory that is due unto his name while they sing this song. Hallelujah. God, we want you to visit us. God, we want you to visit us again. Send your angels. Send your ministering angels. Right here to higher praise time. They're welcome here. They're invited here. Ah, yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. God, whatever you're getting ready to do, whatever you're getting ready to do, God, don't do it without us, God. Hallelujah. We want to be right in the middle of it all. We want to be a part of it. Thank you, Jesus. Blessing in this season. Oh, yes, there's a blessing. Come on, do you need a blessing tonight? Hallelujah.